Hey folks, you know what? A small regret is slouching in the dentist chair thinking I should have brushed and flossed better. A big health regret is listening to your doctor and thinking I should have paid attention to nutrition when I was younger. I have that regret a lot. Better health today and when it matters most is why I take Field of Greens. Field of Greens is unlike any fruit and vegetable or green product. Field of Greens isn't watered down extracts. Field of Greens is an organic superfood. It's whole fruits and vegetables. Each fruit and vegetable was selected by doctors to support vital body functions like heart, liver, kidneys, metabolism, and of course, your immune system. And only Field of Greens is backed by a better health promise. At your next checkup, your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Don't look back and say, I should have paid attention to nutrition when I was younger. Field of Greens is a key to better health today, right now, and when it matters most. Let's get you started with 15% off and free shipping. All you got to do is visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS at checkout. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Hello, America, and welcome to the Monday edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Hey, I'm on the road today doing something that I am absolutely looking forward to. I'm going to be the MC tonight for the Tunnel to Towers fundraiser. Yes, it's one of the greatest foundations in America. You know what they do? They help pay off the mortgages and provide homes and scholarships to the incredible spouses and children of officers who are killed in the line of duty to those who have given the ultimate sacrifice on the battlefield, our armed services, men and women. This is an organization I'm so proud to be a part of, so proud to participate in. And so today I'm traveling. I don't have access to all my fun stuff, the stories, the notebooks. So what I've got for you is a really fun interview. A young man who decided to make a difference because he spoke out on a TikTok video and it went viral. What did he speak out about? He spoke out about critical race theory, the progressive school curricula that has parents all across the country up in arms because it teaches that America is an inherently racist country from the Revolutionary War all the way to today. Now, a lot of us don't believe that, right? We don't share that concept. I've seen people argue about it over at school board meetings and on internet, on Twitter, on social media. Well, Corey Yeshua did something pretty remarkable. He took his young daughter and he and he went up on TikTok. He thought he was just going to talk to his friends. But guess what? The video went viral. It went all across this country. You've probably seen him on Fox News. You've seen him all across the country talking to folks about why he did the video, why it hit such a chord. He's an African-American man. He has a daughter. He wants his daughter to grow up. Not to look first at the color of one's skin, but at the nature of the character of the person inside that skin. And he believed that this critical race theory, some of the other ideas that people are beginning to teach, well, they're just not right for America, not right for his child, at least. And he went to TikTok, he spoke out, just in the plainest, simplest terms, a father and daughter talking about why and how they want to learn and grow in America, what they see in America, not an inherently racist America, rather a country that often does things well and occasionally has a bad egg or two, uh, but they don't want it to be taught that every one of us are racist. That's not what they wanted. And so Corey Yeshua went to the TikTok video and it took off. You're going to want to hear his personal story right after this commercial break. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. 
They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. And as promised, a very special guest, a young dad from California whose video with his daughter went viral on TikTok because he dared to speak out about some of the curriculum uh, that our teachers and our school boards want to introduce into our classrooms, uh, particularly critical race theory. Joining us right now is Corey Yeshua. Corey, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? Uh, We are well and so grateful that you could make time today to talk to us. Are you, it's been a few weeks now since this, um, this video went viral. Are you surprised at just how much impact and discussion is generated? Yeah, man, it's, it's been a beautiful thing. You know, I've had a lot of different people reach out and show love and, uh, just, it's been overwhelming, you know, the support that me and my daughter have received for doing this video. Yeah, it's a remarkable thing. And what prompted you to do it? Were you just doing it to talk to your your friends and family about it? Uh, did you think that, well, maybe I, this is a dialogue the whole country should have and I'd like to be part of it? I'm just curious, uh, what what uh, prompted you to sit down and have that incredible conversation with, by the way, your adorable daughter? It, was, it really was heartfelt. It's an amazing video. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, well, there was an incident. Um, there, was a, there was a few different things that took place. There was an incident that happened while my daughter was in school where she was shown a video and in the video there was like a white only water fountain and it was about segregation and Mm -hmm. mind you my daughter is only six years old right so you know that took place and my daughter came home and you know she asked me she said dad why weren't white kids able to play with black kids and, you know, I had never had a conversation with my daughter about segregation. I mean, she's only six, you know, so and and I don't teach my daughter to see things like, you know, color and, and things like that. I mean, she knows that we're black, but I, I don't teach her to judge people yeah. um, by those by superficial things like race, you know, so. Yeah, it it took me off guard. And then I started seeing things in the news about what was going on with something called critical race theory. Right. And then different people started sending me curriculums. Um, And yeah, I started looking into it. I started reading and I'm like, okay, it's time to it's time to talk about this. Wow. Really a remarkable, uh, really remarkable story. There's a moment in there. I, I love the dialogue between you and your daughter in the video. It's so sincere. And there's a moment where you go, children do not see skin color. They love everybody. And that's actually what concerns you, right? I I know I'm white and you know, you're black. We have these conversations, but that's not really what we should be seeing in people first. It should be who they are, the person they are. And I assume that's what you want your daughter to to be growing up to see that not the color of the skin, but the, the integrity of the person inside the character of the person inside. Right. Right. Absolutely, man. Um, that's what I teach her every day. You know, I teach her that we judge people by their character, you know, and not by how they look. Because when you start judging people by how they look, you start to, you know, go into the racist territory. 
You know yeah. what I mean? And then sure. you see what's going on in schools with segregation now, like they, they're separating kids and having white kids talk about their oppressors and, you know, black kids are oppressed and it's just, it's disgusting. Yeah, it seems to be divisive. And I think so many parents like you are standing up now saying, that's not what I want my child to learn. And we're going to take control of this. Have you gotten any negative feedback? Are there people that have picked on you and said, wait, why are you waiting into that? Or has it been mostly positive? Uh, it's been overwhelmingly positive. But yes, of course, I've, you know, I've had people message me um, different. Uh, actually, it's been <laughs> the majority of people that message me are like older black people. Really? Um, Right. Yeah. So and what, it, it what was, was the sentiment? A lot of them, but but yeah. I have gotten messages from them. Yes. Wow. And just saying that you're setting back things or we should have this conversation about critical race theory. What, what, what would be the implied criticism? Yeah. Basically saying that, you know, critical race theory is a good thing. This is what we need. And my response is we don't need to go backwards. We don't need segregation. We've already been through that. You think just because it's white people now that it's okay? No, it was wrong then, and it's wrong now. Wow, really, really powerful message to say. The um, as you look at one of the things that I, I kind of inferred from your uh, your dialogue with your daughter is that this this constant discussion of victimization of critical race theory that America's oppressively been racist from its beginnings until its moment now is that it gives people an excuse not to work hard. And I heard you say on the, on the, on the video, I loved it. My, my baby's going to know that no matter what she wants to be in life, all she has to do is work hard. That's an important message for you as a parent, right? Are you worried that some of these theories are injecting into the curriculum are discouraging kids to, to work hard? Well, I think that, you know, teaching definitely starts in the home, right? you know, and, and what we instill into our kids, the values we instill into our kids are very important, you know? So if I teach my daughter at six years old, you know, and before she was six years old, that no matter what she wants to be, it can be accomplished in America, then that's what she's going to believe, you right. know? And she can go to school and they can try to teach her different things. But I, I, I believe I'm, you know, her first teacher. You know, and it's really important that I instill these values into her early. And and even if they tried to bring things like, you know, critical race theory into her school, of course, I'm I'm going to address the principal. And if they don't want to take it out, then I, I'll just have to pull her out. Isn't that something? Yeah, more parents should take that advice and get more involved in their lives. I have to tell you, the pandemic had this weird uh, effect on parents. A lot of the parents I know, because they were home with their children a lot more than often, they were more dialed into what the lessons were and what the what the teachings were and what the sentiments were. And it really got parents awakened to things they didn't know was going on in the classroom in a funny way with all of its tragedy aside. Uh, the pandemic, I think, forced a lot of parents uh, to get involved in their children's life, maybe a little more in the school life than they had intended. When you when you look out now, what's the message you want other parents to take from what you're doing with your own daughter and what reaction this video has generated? Well, I would say just keep instilling in your children, you know, the values that you hold, you know, and that is to, to treat people uh, based on the content of their character, not the color of their skin. I would say if your your child's school is introducing things like anti-racism training or critical race theory, you know, because it goes by different names. Right. And I would say we got to address the school board. You know, we got to start 
speaking to these people and telling them we're not going to accept this. We are not going backwards. We are not going back into segregation. We are not going to teach young black kids that they're oppressed and no matter what they do, they're going to have obstacles um, that they can't overcome in America because the color of their skin. And we're not going to teach white children that they are oppressors because of the color of their skin. Yeah, what a what a great lesson to turn. It's it's not that hard to find the truth. The facts are all sitting out there, and uh, but it does take the time and the passion to do so. And you you clearly have that. Uh, the the filmmaker and now actually congressional candidate, as I recall, Robbie Starbuck, I think was one of the first people to um, notice what you had done and to to begin sharing it when that virality occurs, you know, because it, it happens so unexpectedly sometimes. You don't know when you do something, it's going to just suddenly take off. What, what what are you thinking when all of a sudden this attention starts coming in and you're getting TV and radio interviews? Um, uh, what, what's running through your head about what your opportunity is in that moment of, of fame or, or virality? Yeah, I had been doing videos at least for about, uh, like political videos, at least for about 10 months. Wow. Um, and then, yeah, and then I did this one, like I've, I've spoken on BLM before and yeah. Antifa and different things like that, um, the history of Democrats and things like that. Um, yeah, so I've, I've been doing political videos, but I just decided to do this one and what happened with it happened. And uh, yeah, you can't plan for it. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't think what happened with it was going to happen. I just wanted to get um, the message out there. Yeah, You know, and, and I'm glad what happened happened because it gives me an opportunity to really um, speak to people about what's going on that they might not um, have any idea. Yeah, about. it's sometimes funny. Just the simplest of uh, opportunities of communicating something can have the biggest of impact. And uh, it's just no one took the time to tell people something. And it, it's an amazing thing when you get a pulpit to be able to, you know, help uh, inform people. What a, what a remarkable opportunity that is you've been very critical of black lives matter and I'm, I'm curious what you know what what do you see in it that bothers you what what is it that um you know you see as an anathema to your own personal views well first off uh when they when they came on the scene and things that they were talking about um i i understand you know the, the message that i believed they were trying to get across but then as time went on, I started to see they weren't mentioning things like us killing each other, right? And they weren't mentioning things like, or actually they had on their website that they were to, you know, to destroy the nuclear family in America, you know? And I'm like, okay, we need the nuclear family in the black community. You know, we all need that, but, sure. you know, specifically because, you know, we're missing our, our fathers, you know? In, in our homes, and that is a that has a big impact on our community. And then they're not speaking about us killing each other. You know, I had a brother that was shot, you know, and murdered. In really? The city. I didn't yes, know so that. This, this is, right. So this is a big deal to me when you have people coming out with a group called Black Lives Matter, and they're not talking about all the issues that we're facing. It, it doesn't have to be all. I mean, right. the biggest issues we're facing. Right. You know, uh, abortion, you know what I mean? Like, it's like they don't speak about any of these things that are truly having a devastating effect on our communities. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It does seem like there's a disconnect. I'm sorry. One more thing. And they're Marxist on top of that. Yeah. Then you have the co-founder come on and say she's she's a Marxist. Yep. 
Yeah, no so, doubt about that. Yeah, to me, I had to. I had to speak out. I have to speak out about them. Now, you seem to be a man of faith. I just from looking at some of your social media posts, how important is faith to you? And then, how do you, you know, as a parent, you know, how do you instill that faith in your child? And what advice do you have to all the all of us other parents out there who are trying to do the best to raise their children? Yeah, I would say we all have to have a foundation, and I believe that. Uh, many of the things that are going on that we're facing right now in America is because a lot of people don't have that foundation. They don't have the Bible as a foundation. You know what I mean? Like, where, where are the morals? You know, we're, we're seeing a lot of immorality taking place um, in America right now. And, and, and we're seeing, it seems like we're being attacked, you know, from within. And I just think having a foundation and teaching your children you know, the Bible is really important, you know, instilling morals in them early, you know. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt they'd last a lifetime. So I, I you know, my dad grew up, his dad died when he was three. And you said something very profound to me because my dad has said it to me many times. When you grow up without a dad, there was that hole in your life you never replace. But for him, he was determined to make sure his kids never had that experience, that they that he was always involved. We were, you know, he was a cop, but he was busy all the time, but he was coaching. He was taking us to church on Sunday because he knew how much he didn't get out of his own uh, experience because his father passed away tragically when he was three years old. Uh, when you look out now, do you think young parents of all colors, all races, uh, uh, are they beginning to understand that fatherless homes, motherless homes, that they have a profound effect on a child um, as, as they're growing up? Uh, absolutely. You know, I have friends who are in prison right now, you know, that didn't grow up with their father in their life. You know, I think it has a big, like big impact, you know, when, when we don't grow up with our fathers in a household, yeah. you know what I mean? And yeah. I, I see, I've seen it play out in, in different people's lives, you know, just not having that, that father figure, not having that you know, mother and father in the home together and, and teaching the child, you know, it, it, it can be devastating. Yeah. And the last couple of times I've gone on TikTok, it looks like the volume has been turned off on your video. Has there been some censorship or unusual stuff going on with your, your video since it took off? <laughs> yeah, actually on the video that ended up going viral, um, I would say the day everybody started posting it, Right. The audio was turned off of the video. Ah. Now that now they could say that it was because of the music, right? Right. And I would say that is complete, you know. <laughs> yes, I can imagine the word. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah, of course. I have other videos yeah. with the same song. Right. And nothing They had no problem with that one, right? Yeah. Right. And after I did this interview and I talked about it, it was about a couple hours later, the audio came back on. No kidding. No joke. Wow. So, yeah, it, it was crazy. And, and I didn't even notice. Somebody actually um, called me and said, hey, you know, the audio is back on the video. Wow. You know, and, and I, I had experience on TikTok, like, not receiving, like, um, one follower for, like, a few weeks. Yeah. So, like, you were being shadow banned, right? Yeah. Right. Exactly. So. You know, yeah, it, it happens. Yeah, it's funny. We live in a, a odd times. Uh, we all value free speech, but sometimes it doesn't seem to be valued by 
people who have powerful platforms. You've got this amazing moment now. So many people know who you are, what you stand for, how you're going to raise your daughter uh, with with the passion and, and love and, and value system that you have. What's next for you? Now, you know, when you get this moment where you have a your own platform, your own trust with an audience, what do you want to do next? Do you, do you feel a different calling in your life or or is this just one of those moments that you you take for what it was and then you get back to, you know, what you're doing every day? Yeah, just back to what I'm doing, yeah. um, which is, you know, like I said, I have a friend in prison right now doing 15 years. You know, mm. I have a brother that overdosed on drugs. I have a brother that was shot in the back and killed. So Ugh. for me, and then I have this critical race theory stuff going on. So it's right. like for me, it's just continuing to fight against, you know, these different mindsets, right? And different things that are happening in America where I see um, it is try- they're trying to take it over and that they have a, a wicked agenda. And I just want to awaken people to that you know what i mean it's time for people to wake up it's time for people to stand up you know and 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 that's my that's my motivation right there well it's uh it's a heck of a motivation an important motivation when you get up every morning you have something very special to yearn for because you've got that beautiful daughter and uh, we're so thankful for sharing not only your story but her story and her love for you that was a, a remarkable video and anyone who's ever watched it has been touched by it so Corey, I want to thank you, and we'll, we'll try to stay in touch with you and see see what uh, is lies ahead for your future. I have a funny feeling you're going to still be reaching a lot more people in life. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate you um, having me on. Well, it was a great honor to have so, and you have a good rest of the day. All right, you too. Thank you, sir. All right, folks, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up for the day. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, folks, welcome back. What a great interview. I really want to thank Corey and his daughter, quite frankly, for all they've done to call attention to their cause, to their point of view. That's one of the great things in America. We still have free speech most days, right? And uh, in this case, they exercise their free speech on TikTok and the message that they had went viral, really. It, it captured so many different people of different viewpoints and races and, and backgrounds and experiences and socioeconomic uh, experiences. And uh, that's what's so great about America. One person, any person can make a difference on any given day. All right, folks, I'm going to be emceeing the Tunnels of Towers big fundraiser this evening in New Jersey. I'm so grateful for Frank Siller and all the great people there. If you've never checked out this foundation, go to tunneltotowers.org right now. I donate every month. I believe in this. I grew up in a family of cops. I have spent most of my life surrounded by blue and green fighting men and women of our great armed services, the extraordinarily brave men and women of our first responders and police. And tonight we're going to be raising money for a great cause. If you want to chip in, if you want to be part of this, while I'm emceeing tonight, go to tunnelsofowers.org 
and go ahead and make a small donation. Any dollar amount will make a difference for the families who've had loved ones who gave the ultimate sacrifice. Officers, soldiers, special operators, you know them all. And they deserve our lifelong gratitude because they have helped keep this country safe, secure, and free for over 246 years. All right, folks. God bless you. I'll be back tomorrow with regular programming. Until then, have a great night. God bless. And let's get together with some more news when I get back to town in Washington in 24 hours.